Hello, everybody. My name is Kyle, your host for the Practical Sales Podcast, part of Atlantic Growth Solutions and our How's It Growing blog. Atlantic Growth Solutions helps businesses with their sales challenges through qualified lead generation, solution sales certification, and growth readiness training. Our goal has always been to provide expertise to business and sales leaders related to all things sales. In March, when the pandemic was shutting down business and turning the sales landscape upside down, we wanted to do a pulse check on the major challenges that were facing sales organizations. We conducted our business leader sales survey starting in mid-April to gather key information around sales gaps and challenges that were revealing themselves after the first month of COVID-19. I have Mark Haynes Lacey, CEO of Atlantic Growth Solutions on the podcast today to discuss the survey, its goals, and the results we collected from business leaders across North America. The survey and its results will be released on our website and all social media channels for you to share and discuss the outcomes with us here at Atlantic Growth Solutions and your network of business leaders and sales teams. Let's jump right in. Mark, thank you for joining me today. We're going to dive into the results from the business leader sales survey that AGS conducted recently. My first question to you would be, why did AGS feel the need to conduct this survey? Uh, first of all, thanks very much for having me back. I'm glad I made the cut for a second uh, opportunity. <laughs> hey, no problem. <laughs> um, yeah, so we felt the need to uh, create this survey because we're constantly trying to keep our material fresh in our sales training. And uh, we were uh, always looking to add to our sales training as well. And we felt that um, we wanted to get a better understanding of what it was that sales leaders needed uh, as opposed to individual contributors. So this was a great way to be able to reach out to a large number and get some, uh, some feedback right across the board. Based on the results that came in, do you feel that the people that took the survey, the business leaders that participated, do you feel like they gave a pretty honest honest look at uh, what their challenges were currently? I think they were very open and uh, it was amazing to see, and, and, and we'll talk about it, the uh, continuity of responses to it. Right across the board, everybody identified that there's some real common challenges that they're faced with. And that has to do with uh, the current pandemic situation, I think, but uh, also they're just common challenges that sales leaders in general face. Excellent. So we're going to jump right into the first section. And the first section was about, you know, the areas that business leaders felt sales managers were going to need the most help in dealing with the frontline sales teams that they have. And the top three results were sales leaders were going to require help with communicating with their teams, identifying and eliminating roadblocks and leading remote sales teams. Mm -hmm. So what, what are your thoughts on those three top results? I think first of all, the three of them are pretty interrelated. Again, given that we, we sent the survey out in uh, early April. In April. And uh, so the pandemic and the challenge of the pandemic and how that was gonna affect business was very new and top of mind for everyone. Communication is always a challenge, but when you're used to having your team in front of you, sales leaders were, were trying to unwind, how am I gonna carry on with my sales team and make sure I'm communicating uh, as much as I need to with my direct reports, but also how am I going to communicate with those in the organization that are above me uh, too, around the, the, the goals and the targets that, that still stood out there, even though we were uh, faced with a pandemic. And I think part of that really relates to the roadblocks too, like recognizing there were going to be things in, placed in front of them that, that were brand new uh, caused by the, the, the timing of the pandemic, um, and then uh, leading the remote team. I mean, so all three of those work together. 
Uh, communication is always a challenge and I think it will continue to be, even though we've been in this for six months now, there's still a challenge and a need to communicate with your uh, team that's not necessarily all back in the office yet. The, yeah, the first two seem like challenges that may have been um, may have been may have increased due to the pandemic. But the the last one of leading a remote team was probably quite a new challenge for almost everybody that uh, that took the survey. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You wouldn't see that in a normal set, uh, situation of, of those communications, but uh, I think that's exactly right. So moving on to the next category, the the second category was digging into the challenges that were the most urgent for business leaders, but then also taking that one step further and talking about what was their top priority. And, you know, even though the item may be urgent, which was the most important top priority that these business leaders have? And the results were were split. So when we looked at it, over 95% of leaders said that both strategic planning for their existing accounts Mm -hmm. and defining a new ideal customer were absolutely the most urgent pieces uh, or challenges in their business. But then we were split. Five out of 10 said that they were going to prioritize strategic planning. Mm -hmm. Four out of 10 said that they were going to prioritize defining their new ideal customer. Right. That almost sounds like a split from businesses thinking, we want to protect and grow our existing customer base with strategic planning. Mm-hmm. And then the other the other half or four out of 10 are saying, we really want to look at new opportunities and make sure that we're targeting the right prospects. Yeah. So how, do, how does a business leader choose between those two things? And I mean, do you think that if we had redone the survey and asked them to highlight the two top priorities, do you think that those would have been co, co-winners right from the top? Do you think that they would have both been highlighted as the most important pieces in their in their business? Sure. So, so that's a great series of questions and there's a lot to unpack there, I think. Um, I would say that what, the, what it says to me, the, the raw data, is that there were certain companies that felt they could batten down the hatches, that they had a strong enough customer base that they could weather the storm. So they wanted to focus on continuing to provide their service or product to their best customers and that those best customers, as long as they stayed and were well looked after, would help weather them through this storm. I think the other ones that responded that defining their ideal customer probably saw their sales funnel dry up pretty quickly. So I'm not buying anymore. I'm batting down the hatches. I'm not spending any money with anybody. And they may not have that repeat business. So they were desperate to find more customers to fill that funnel that looked like their ideal customer. That's, that's what I think. So first part, that's the first part of the question. And if we were to only ask that, uh, all companies to choose between those two, um, I, you know, I, I, th- I think the results may come out the same because uh, it just depends on type of business. Uh, is it repetitive uh, or not? Like, do I get repeat orders from my customers or is it transactional? And I think maybe that's what's reflected there. I'll maybe rephrase my question because I don't know if I uh, I said it properly. <laughs> that means if, I didn't give you the right answer. Nay, so. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I, so what I'm wondering is if we gave business leaders an opportunity to highlight two top priorities, do you feel that the businesses that looked split in the results here mm-hmm. would say that, you know what, for us, both of those are actually top priorities, but they only selected one or the other because we asked oh, them to? Oh, yes. Uh, yes, very, very much so. So... Uh, thanks for the clarification. Yeah, I would say that both of those two things would be top uh, within all the co- the companies that we surveyed. It, it would probably be rare to find a business that is solely focused on one or the other. It's probably something like you mentioned that, you know, at the end of the day, they need new customers and they want to try to protect their existing ones as much as possible. Right. And, uh, you know, the strategic planning part may have opened some 
sales leaders' eyes that they hadn't spent enough time on the front end. Now we're in the middle of a crisis and I haven't thought through a plan to get to the other side. So uh, faced with a brand new challenge, I'm not sure how I'm going to deal with this. I've got to get a plan together. Hmm. Yeah, That's awesome. Okay. Let's move on to the third section. And uh, this one here, we asked business leaders to identify the key sales challenges that they were going to be focusing on moving forward. Mm -hmm. So the top three identified by nearly every single leader that we took the, that took the survey were new opportunities and deciding how to keep their pipeline full, revising their sales messaging to fit a new business landscape and solution offering, and increasing their profitability. So two of those are very much front end of the sales process with sales leads and sales messaging, mm -hmm. while the increasing profitability through better negotiation and closing skills firmly sits at the end of the sales process. Mm -hmm. So why are the leaders so focused on the front and back end of their sales process as uh, according to this section? So profitability is always at the top of everybody's mind, right, on the management team. So I think that that couldn't be ignored. And I, I, so I think in even normal settings, like that's, that's a concern for everybody. And when you're starting to see your sales funnel dry up, you start to worry about uh, profitability and the changes that you may have to make operationally uh, as well to make sure that you're still delivering the profitability. Because I, I think I said the last time, if you don't care about profitability, someone does, and it's either your shareholders or the bank or your owners or, or somebody. So that's always there. Uh, the revised messaging, um, I remember talking to companies at the time and there was a concern about, I can't sell right now. Like I can't be seen, uh, I'm worried about my customers. I ha that has to be my messaging. At the same time, I still need sales coming in the door uh, to, to ensure that profitability. But I, I can't, that can't be the topic of my conversation. So how is my product or service now more relevant than ever, given the, the uh, challenge of the pandemic. So there was some you know, changing, I have to soften my message. I have to make sure that, uh, because I wanna know as a vendor, how's your team doing? But I have to spend a lot of time around that first before we can ever see whether there's an opportunity to do some business together. So I think there was concern around that and making sure that people understood how important my product and service is in this current uh, challenge. So I think that's where the revised messaging came from. When when we talk about the fact that business leaders, sales leaders are focusing on the front end of their sales process moving forward, um, I was wondering, do you feel that's because the sales landscape is changing a little bit? There might be new decision makers or new processes that businesses are using to make decisions on new solutions? Or would it maybe be from the fact that so many businesses right now are out there prospecting, trying to generate new business for themselves, that it's become even more competitive. Yeah. So, so I would say it's the second, I think there's so many people that, uh, that are now reaching out, uh, looking for ways to move their business forward. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's more competitive, but there's also a little bit of, uh, contact exhaustion, I think mm -hmm. too. Um, so, so that the, People are finding new ways to reach out to uh, to offer their services and product to people, and um, so that therefore the vendors on the other side are dealing with way more emails, phone calls, LinkedIn, all those contacts than they would have be used to in the past. Mm -hmm. So yeah, perfect. And the last section that we had in the survey was focused around the areas that leaders were going to require the most amount of help. Mm -hmm. That they sort of self-identified as areas that maybe they didn't have the right knowledge or expertise to identify 
or uh, or address the challenges themselves. Mm-hmm. And the first one was sales leads. That was mm-hmm. the, the absolute top piece that came through in that section. So what do you think business leaders have on their mind when they require help for sales leads? So uh, there, there's a difference in, in anybody that's in the, in the business of, uh, of selling noses between order takers and hunters. And I think what people got woke up to is that uh, they may have had some order takers uh, in their sales uh, organization. Uh, so as long as things are rolling in the way that they always have, that doesn't get exposed. But when you start to see things dry up, um, there becomes a bit of a, a paralysis of what do I do next? I don't know how to go out and generate new opportunities, new leads, fill that funnel, make sure it's all qualified. Uh, so I think that's what was going through their mind was they were they were hearing no way more than they were used to. And the regular orders weren't rolling in um, because people were watching their spending. So, uh, so I, I think that totally makes sense that figuring out how do I generate more sales leads would be one of the number one concerns. I hear you say all the time, uh, you know, good times hide ill wills. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's probably a component that, uh, that comes to my mind when I think of business leaders now needing help with those sales leads is that business might've been good before. And because you were established or people were buying a lot, all of a sudden, like you said, that dries up. And uh, now we've really got to look at what's our process and, uh, and how are we going to keep our, uh, our growth going. Right. And it's the stage of the business too. So it's easy to become, I hate to say you use the word complacent, but, but when things are running very smoothly Monday to Friday, it's easy just to let those things happen. Um, when you're a startup, uh, you're hungry every day, right? So you're just, you you have that desire to find those new customers. Um, so, so it may have a little bit of a, of a, of a stage of business around that, but I just think everybody across the board saw their sales uh, funnels kind of dry up. Yeah. Okay. The second result that we got in that one was converting their existing team members to an outbound sales role, essentially taking their outside sales reps and their road warriors and their existing inside sales teams that handle inbound leads and converting some or all to outbound sales personalities or roles. So that's a challenge that that business leaders identified as needing help with. This is an important point because I don't think we're going back. Like I don't think even when uh, things get into the, the, the uh, rhythm and the cadence of the new normal, of the, which I hate that term, but the, the next normal mm-hmm. until something else uh, creates upheaval, it's, it's not going back. So the, the skills that have always been um, required and so important for uh, inbound or inside sales are now the same skills that the outbound uh, or outside sales um, people need to have. They have to understand how to become that person that can still fill the sales funnel, close the deal, negotiate, all those things. But now it's from either behind a computer or a large screen in your boardroom where you're having video conferences with your customers. Um, so those new skills that are, are, are less in front of the, the customer and less tactile are the ones that are going to become so important moving forward. It's probably far outside of their comfort zone for most of those people that have been in a role like that for some time. We're asking them to do very new, very different things that they're not used to. They're not used to. They've never they've they've been uh, attracted to outside sales positions for a reason. Um, but they can learn. They can definitely learn the skills. It's it, it's teachable. But they've probably not spent a whole lot of time there. They've either had inside support in the past, or they've just been the traditional road warrior that. Uh, it goes to the industrial park and knocks on every single door on the way through and makes sure that they've got their call reports done and hmm. they do the same thing the next day. The third piece that came through was sales tools. And this was an interesting one for me when I looked at the data because 
in our third section, sales tools was one of the lowest areas of focus for business leaders mm -hmm. moving forward. But in this one here, they've identified that it's one of the top things that they're going to require help with. So talk to me about the mindset around sales tools a little bit. I think those things are still correlated. There's lack of interest because there's, it's in its infancy around understanding. So sales leaders realize that in times when my people can't necessarily be out in front of the customer, there's got to be a different way to generate some leads. Um, and so I need to educate myself around the sales tools that are available uh, in the marketplace. And I think probably that's the reason why. Well, it's not important to me to look at right now. It's important to me to learn about it so that I can choose from the plethora of offerings that are out there uh, and, and decide what's best for my business. Perfect. And the last uh, major result that came through in our fourth section was repositioning, remarketing, or rebranding existing products or solutions to be able to uh, take those to either existing customers or new customers as one of the major areas that business leaders were going to need help with. So that one I find really interesting um, because I think it's important if, if you're in the right market with the right product and the right message, so you're already competitive, to get pulled off of brand because of a crisis that hits, I think is dangerous. I think that that's a, a short-term view of something that you've been building for many years. Like uh, the, the, the CEO of, uh, of Airbnb, you know, for example, um, said that it took six weeks to destroy 12 years of work. Well, if you change your entire messaging based on that, and, and uh, you know, I, I think it's a, it's a, it's dangerous. Like you still have to have that long game. Now you have to pivot if your market's never coming back. I understand that, but for most uh, businesses, you know, the, the world hasn't necessarily changed. I think the, the pause button has been pushed. Mm -hmm. It's going to come back in a way that's different that these sales tools can help with. And if you learn how to how to fill your funnel a little bit better. If your product is still needed, it's still needed. And people are buying you from your, your brand and, and your position for a reason. So although it, uh, at the front end, everybody was saying, well, how, how do I produce a new product that's more important you know, in this current crisis, recognizing it's going to be two years that we may be in this? And, and I do think you know, it'll probably be two years. I don't think at the, at the end of the day, that's the best uh, long-term um, position to take for your business. Uh, okay, Mark. So that's the four sections of our survey. That's the results that we were able to gather from the business leaders that took part. What are your closing thoughts on the the overall result of the survey? So I'll go back to one of the first comments is it was uh, incredible and impressive about um, how uh, together all the all the responses were and, and how similar uh, people found all the most important uh, sections. So what that tells me is that if you're feeling or experiencing these things, you're not alone. Your cohort, uh, companies and, and business leaders are feeling the same thing. Your competitors are likely feeling the same thing. So, so don't panic over it, but it is time to go to work and to identify that if these you know, do resonate with you, you've got to get your strategic planning in place. You've got to get you know, your idea of your ideal customer. You've uh, got to figure out how to fill that sales funnel up again. So go to work, but also recognize you've got a, a ton of resources around you in either your networking, and if you're not networking, get networking, <laughs> um, but also in your own team. So management team is important, but frontline uh, team members that are customer facing and are interacting every day, make sure you're checking in with them and, and challenge them with you know, some of these uh, issues too, uh, to help you come up with a solution. Sometimes it, uh, it is very lonely at the top, as people will tell you. You think you're, you're stuck 
and uh, and you have to come up with all the answers, but a lot of times it's it's just around you. You just have to reach out. Mark, thank you so much for lending us your time to uh, dive into some of these results. Your perspective is always on point and uh, really appreciate you uh, being here today. It's a pleasure. Thanks a lot. Thank you again, Mark, for joining me today. And thank you for listening. We would love to have your thoughts on the current survey and more importantly, have you participate in our next survey. Connect with our Atlantic Growth Solutions team on LinkedIn, our CEO, Mark Haynes-Lacey, our COO, Kent Murphy, or myself, Kyle Holder, to discuss any challenges you are seeing in your organization. As always, please remember that what was said here today does not need to stay between us. If you found the content insightful, please share with the other professionals in your network. And don't forget to check out our deep dive into the survey results on our website at atlanticgrowthsolutions.com slash survey, or found directly on our homepage or through any of our social profiles. Thank you again. Practical Sales Podcast will be back next week. Bye.